0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the LPN Show, recorded both in Los Angeles and New York City. We're just,
1: you know, here to hang out, have a good time. All right, I'll talk to y'all after a while. Jackie, let it rip.
2: Ahoy, ahoy. Welcome to the LPN Show, hosted by the siblings with the mostest. I'm Jackie Zabrowski, and my brother Henry is like a little angel on my shoulder. Or
1: is he a devil (laughs) today? (laughs) I'm a big parrot. All full of meat.
2: Oh, good. That's not what they feed, Jared. I think that you e would die. You're coming
1: in here strong. I love feeling your energy. Thank I you. love feeling your positivity. Thank you're you. glowing today.
2: <gasps> oh oh am I pregnant? <gasps> I'm not. I'm definitely not. I'm, <gasps> not. I'm not. I'm not. Jesus Christ. But no, we're not here to talk about my pregnancy. This is today. how we're opening we our here. show. Like this is how we're <laughs> I'm opening. <not> pregnant. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Isn't it kind of nice though? What a nice fun surprise. Henry, my brother, and also my boss. Oh, yeah. I'm not pregnant. Oh god. And we are here today with David Magadoff and Claire Kramer, the co-hosts of the Fanatics podcast presented by Roddenberry Entertainment, but also you guys are from many other things as well. Mm. And I'm so excited to talk to both of you. Now I will say- Top Elf. Top, well, yes, Top Elf. Of course, this is Top Billy. That's the
1: obviously the big one. The
2: big one. The number one thing we're going to talk about is Top Elf today because David was on Top Elf with me as a fellow elf.
0: Yes, Jackie and I were and forever are elves you can't take you listen the elf can leave the north pole but the elf never leaves in the you inside of you
2: you're already giving me flashbacks like north korea <laughs> it's like north yeah. korea yeah. <laughs> and also claire thank you so much for being here also known as glory from buffy the vampire slayer which i think is very funny that we are preferencing top elf over yes the that's the joke beloved it's eternal the joke. No. buffy is that yeah it's a
1: bit Oh I my was doing a bit God. Top Alpha's not the most am important show on this on this whole thing unfortunately it's not <laughs> well
3: Jackie I'm with you today I'm not pregnant so there that's, that's awesome that's how I'd like to start the show I mean you know that, that's my contribution I am only a soul of one at this moment <laughs> but that soul will do as best she can for you that's guys great. this episode
1: sometimes though you gotta drink for two always
2: <laughs> especially if you don't want him in there but you do have a family, Claire. You are. You have had souls inside of you in the past. I have,
3: and it's very, it's very exciting. That's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Claire,
1: actually, that's where I'd like to start the up top. When you're pregnant, do, do you feel the soul jump inside of you? Like, do you feel the soul <laughs> choose? the embryo do you know when it's happening at the time well, Look, no. or do you make souls out of your body
0: <laughs> the more you're saying the word soul the more I'm like this I never want to experience any pregnancy Well, know. unless
3: you're Arnold Schwarzenegger in a Danny DeVito moody, yes. movie Oh my you're God, good yes. well,
0: with my wife Claire with you know together pregnant right no
1: yeah. we're not uh, no
0: okay all right shamed shamed
3: no uh, no I always hate when guys say that I we're pregnant. No, no, you are not pregnant. You will not. I, I absolutely. That's one of those things that drives me nuts. You know, four kids later, when a when a husband is like, "We're pregnant." We're pregnant. I'm like, No, you're not. No, no, no. Okay, sorry, David. I love you, though. You know, I love you. I love but you. But the question. <laughs> let me let me go back to the question. Can you feel a soul? connecting and emerging inside of you the answers for me was no (laughs) the proof that I'm not just you know being a cynic and saying no is once upon a time I had really bad food poisoning I ate a salmon salad from this place called well, I'm not going to say the name cuz
1: it's, it. it's a good just restaurant. <laughs> it's a good restaurant, place. But. Claim Jumpers. We know it's Claim
3: Jumpers. i <laughs> will just say this. <laughs> it wasn't known for fish. It was known for barbecue. So maybe ah, I was, you gotcha. know, It's going, always where it ordering Ordering the wrong thing on the menu. <laughs> but anyway, so I got really sick and I was like to the point where I was throwing up a lot and uh my husband was like we've got to take you to the ER because you're like literally not able to, you know, stop throwing up. And I'm like, I agree. Then we're driving to the ER and very solemnly, he's like, "What if what if you have stomach cancer?" Jesus I'm like, Christ. "I don't know. What if I what if I do?" Like that that's going to suck. And yeah. we go to the ER and they asked me, when was your last period? And I said, well, I have a five month old and I'm breastfeeding, so I have not gotten my period back. And they came back in the room and a little bit later and they were like, actually, you're 14 weeks pregnant. And you threw up
2: everywhere.
3: I was like, that's not possible because I have three children and I'm still breastfeeding. (gasps) And they were like, it actually is possible and that, Is the fourth baby? Wow! The salmon, the salmon sickness baby.
0: Was your husband like, "Are you sure it's not stomach cancer"?
3: (laughs) (laughs) He was like, "Take her back in, look again." (laughs) Wow! So I missed that total like, you know, part where they like make sure the baby's okay, check that it's fine, developing okay. That I was like drinking through that whole thing. Wow!
1: (laughs) Do you not know then? Wow, that's so wild to me. Yeah.
3: And I, and I hadn't gained a fourth kid. I had not gained any anyway. weight. I, yeah. in fact, was continuing to lose weight oh, from the last then. pregnancy. And then, you know. There was that sudden turnaround (laughs) and another baby. (laughs) Did you name your child Salmon? No, I named him Sky. I almost named him Sky was a carryover name. He it trickled down to the fourth and it finally got used. You know, Mm -hmm. it was always like maybe maybe it's a middle name, maybe it's a maybe it's you know River Sky or you know, but Sky finally got used. He was almost named. Sequoia Sky to the point where I wrote it out. I had it two days after he was born. I still hadn't named him. They're like, we can't let you out of the hospital without naming the baby. And I was like, it's just the baby. Get the (laughs) baby work for a while. Like, you know, you get a pet. You want to see the personality. You know? yeah. <laughs> I think you
1: did a good job because I think I, anybody I've met who's been named after a specific type of tree has become a drug dealer. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's one of those that you you sell mushrooms naturally.
3: Right. Right. Yeah. Well, Are you talking about forest <laughs> yes, right now? Yes.
2: Because forest definitely sold. Yeah. 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 Friend of ours. Yeah.
3: Forest was on my list of names. Couldn't get the husband to bite on that. Um. So anyway, it was Sky Linley. It was going to be Sequoia Sky, but I had a friend who goes by his middle name and he was like, don't you do that? Don't you give your kid a name that they're not going to use for their first name? Evil person. (laughs) So I didn't.
1: Was his first name like Harlequins?
3: His first name is Jonathan and his middle name is Chaz and he goes by Chaz.
1: Whoa, Chaz is cool.
3: Chaz is a super cool. He's, you guys, he's. Multiple Emmy winner, you know, showrunner for Top Chef, uh, Real Housewives, great guy, very talented, really held my feet to the fire on that one. Yes.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I think Henry almost threw up with excitement from the second you said Top Chef. Henry's eyes, I could feel his eyes light up.
3: Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, he takes me to some great food places. Let me just say that. But David, okay, so. When you are pregnant with your wife,
2: Ugh. what I, I already what, said, what, I'm sorry,
3: is your wife pregnant now? No, is your wife pregnant? No, not no. the cats, the cats are your kids. Thank Come me, on, Jackie.
0: yes, I do have a cat that is my uh. I'm not going to say my child because that I, people vomit at that, but I she is childlike.
3: Okay, you <laughs> and your cat, we get it. Um, I, I think that's a great thing, but let me ask you this what kind of names I had a certain name, you know, Sky, I'll tell the rest of the names in a little bit, but David, what kind of names are you going to be? looking for for your kid you know David, David Jr. you can all
0: rag on me for this I like biblical but the wife has no interest in that mm. I think like a James is cool a simple name cause it's nice it's a name that everybody can get behind I'm always thinking about the kid in a public school room and them calling out the name because all these kids are named your kids at least have interesting names Claire but they're short they're short yes. sky heart like y- river you get these names like boom like no one's Confusing them. But some of these names out there, I I just die inside for all
1: the Kirsten's. Kirsten is a hard
0: that name. That they
2: never have their names said right Because they said, always
1: a Kirsten is doomed to the world of it's Kirsten actually. Yes. Always. And so you always sound like a monster. Always.
3: I, I had my best friend growing up, her name was uh Kara. C A R A. Oh, no. And everyone was like, Kara. And I'm like, Kara. No. And she was really shy. And I, w- I would always be like, no, it's Kara. No, it's Kara. You know?
2: <laughs> Protect her.
3: <laughs> yeah. I want to name my kid
2: Clementine. And I told my family, and everyone started going, Flemmy, Clemmy. They did Flammy. that. I like clammy. Clementine. I like, you did it. You did. Yeah, it. I did it because of the family,
1: in. but I'm seeing Henry. <laughs> well, it is also weird because every child right now is named Henry. Henry is the new, like, big name for children. So when we went out to Disneyland, it's literally like, Henry, stop that. Henry, come here. You're like looking everywhere. i so that. used to getting yelled at. I was like, huh, huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, What? Can I ask a question <laughs> about your show, Fanatics? Yeah. Fanatics. You guys run this show where you ask people about their specific obsession. Now, I was listening to the episode for Katie Sackhoff you had on, who is a lovely woman. And she did, uh, her episode was about dogs. And for a second there, what I was almost sort of afraid is it turned out that like Katie Sackhoff was like a dog hoarder. That would have been better. But I wonder if, if that, it's, I didn't know if it was that. found out
2: on the show,
3: that would have been awesome of like, how many do you have? Where are all of the Kennels. Well, we actually have an episode about mini Rex rabbits that has not yet year- aired yet, and there there was also the potential for that to turn into that. <gasps> st- it did not because, and that's a Nicole Tomkin who is Jill Valentine in the Resident Evil games. Ooh, yeah, you know, is a, just an awesome, awesome person and one of my best friends. How many does she have? I
0: don't a know. lot. A lot. A lot. <laughs> yeah, she wouldn't. Yeah, she actually wouldn't tell us. I think for fear of. What was the, like, for fear of what, Claire? For fear of like she could be found out if she has too many or it's like, like a in legal her apartment? Thing?
3: There, I don't know. I don't want to go down that rabbit hole anymore, David. Yeah. <laughs>
0: That was yeah. all just a setup, Claire. Good job. <laughs> Thank
3: you. <laughs> but yeah, no. It, it, with Katie's episode, she's got these three dogs. She absolutely. We talk about da- David anthropomorphizing his cats. No, no. This is a whole new level. Like she has a bassinet set up by her bed where, like, the doggies sleep and lay. She strolls them in a stroller. They they, you know, are in harnesses when she's going through airports. Like harness. To her body, one in front, one in back, one in. Scroller, is this a problem? You know. This is
1: what we do. Is this a
3: problem? It's not a problem. I think it's awesome. That's what the show does, though. We celebrate like the idiosyncrasies that people have, and like that. What's so interesting to me as a host? the topic is different every week obviously you know we're not going to have the same people on who are obsessed or you know fanatical about the same things so each week is like this total lesson in a new subject in a new like perspective for me um about what you know what people are passionate about whether it's like Ford Broncos which was Greg Grumberg's episode which was awesome um or Bianca Santos.
0: Tony Hale loves indoor malls. Yes. Tony. See, that's Not outdoor malls, not strip malls, indoor malls. I can tell <gasps> you why indoor malls are good and why certain indoor malls are clearly bad.
3: You've got to get your steps in. I know, the mall walkers. I love Well, here's the big those. question
0: for all of you and that he posed as well. Carousel or no carousel? Whoa. I
1: don't touch anything that has a lot of children on it. Because of their diseases and what they carry, they might as well be covered in uh, visible germs. So I don't go where they are.
3: Mm. But that's why I will live forever is because I do touch those things and now I've built up (laughs) an immunity.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But no, otherwise, I'm trying to think. I was in a mall in Florida that had the little go-kart things, like little childlike things that you can get on that you can drive them around. Like that was pretty sweet. That was pretty fun. sweet. Like I got to... That was the, the, but that's, you know. Again, that's more of a car. That is a car. Yeah,
0: Jackie. <laughs> Jackie carousel or no carousel for your always. Mall?
2: If there is a ride, I will be on it. I don't care what I have to do to get onto it. I will go on the ride. I think that it's. I. I don't put my mouth on it, Henry. <laughs> it's not like I'm sitting there just sucking Yo, do you guys? When you started this show, do you guys have your own obsessions that you don't, or have you been able to explore that to the extent that you want on the show? Yeah.
1: One of you just comes out like David's like, I have this total obsession with compulsive gambling. <laughs> it's this crazy obsession I have.
3: That would be me. Where I
1: gamble all of my Actually, money. Actually,
3: that yeah. would be me, but we'll talk about that in, again, different episode. <laughs> what do you want to learn, Henry? I'll teach it to you. I am a casino game oh wizard. Oh my God, please teach it to us. I'm going
1: to Vegas next week. Give me give me some tips, please. I was just Ooh. in
3: Vegas for eight days. What? I <laughs>
1: We'll talk about this.
3: Yeah. We'll talk That's about another this. another story.
0: Um, yes, David, go first. Yeah, we played, we did like a little mini episode at the very, very top where we kind of talked about some of our, did we? I'm like, it's been so, it's, it's been so long and yet not. Anyway, here we are. And what I love is a bunch of things. Actually, what came out today is one of my loves was at uh, the Keiko Agena. This is Lane from Gilmore Girls and Prodigal Son. Sure, her episode just dropped today, which- means nothing for anyone because you're listening to this episode much later. But now it's out, so feel free to enjoy it. Good plug. Go check it out. She talks about the Enneagram, (gasps) which I actually did with
2: you, Jackie, when we were on Top L, going back (laughs) to the North Pole. David is the one that introduced me to the Enneagram system, and now I also preach it to whomever will listen to me. You do? Because I'm like, it's just so crazy. Yes, because I immediately now type people I've become you, Oh, David. God. And even though we won't see each other again for Top Elf, I think about you every time I proselytize the Enneagram system. But aren't
1: you just an ENFP?
0: That's the Myers-Briggs, Henry. Yeah. The Enneagram, which is also one of my passions and Keiko, again, his passions is a, we don't have to go, it's a, this is like a real, this We got to. I
1: mean, honestly, you can explain something. I mean, I don't know what the hell everybody says. Quickest thing is this.
0: It is an old-timey personality type thing that started a gazillion years ago that was kind of tweaked in the 50s by some people in California because that's what people do in California in the 50s. They tweak
1: things. <laughs> and yeah, literally. Always oh, <laughs> grabbing and
0: pinching, grabbing and pinching. <laughs> grabbing and pinching, grabbing and pinching. And it was, it's nine numbers from one to nine. And we are all born, not no nature so no 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 nurture only nature we are mm. born with a number and a wing, so like you're either a nine one or a nine eight, you're a two three or a two one, you're a four wing five or a four wing three, and if you know this person's number, like Jackie is a six wing seven, <gasps> I am a two wing three, Claire is also a two wing three, Henry, we don't know what you are, we haven't done the test with you.
2: I'm pretty sure Henry's all kinds of seven. What does I this mean, what is this, what are you talking about?
3: <laughs> Henry, I'm with you, I don't know, I, I not did learn number. about it in the episode, I still don't understand it, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I am nothing of I'm a man.
0: <laughs> but yeah, we'll just we'll just say you're a seven today and call it. But yeah, it's a, it's a whole it's a whole fascinating thing. What I love about it is it's sort of the, my favorite part about the Enneagram is it is to me a quick on ramp into learning about people. That's it. It's just to me, if I know your number, I kind of know you, kind of intimately, a little quicker than I even would have to have a conversation with you if that makes sense.
1: But it's based off of questions, right? Yeah. Is it one of those who have to say agree or disagree, like kind strongly of. agree, strongly disagree? Because I feel like a lot of people lie on those because they're all like, do you care about what people think about you?
3: No, I don't. No, it's it's like when you're at the doctors, they're like, and how often do you drink a week? And you're like- <laughs> <laughs> Um, amounts? Recreationally. Less <laughs> than I
2: used <laughs> to.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's <what laughs>
3: I always, I push the less than
2: I used to.
1: I literally always preface like, I'm a comedian. Yes. <laughs> And then, like, what does that mean? What does that mean? I mean, like, I'm always out.
3: Yeah, just out. Like, it's part of my job. I'm out. I have
1: to be like that. I have to do this. This is not a lifestyle. This is my job. This is my career. I like Claire's
0: uh, obsessions.
1: She has a, a few, but
2: there's Ooh, there's two that I, I like. Guess which they but Claire, are. I have you feel a free lot. to share what you love.
3: But when I get into something like playing cards or <laughs> strategy games or anything Ooh. I get really into it right David
0: There's two that begin with C that I know you really like Claire and I like <laughs> You both can tell of the him. Two. go fun. ahead you, tell him. you love Cloisonné mm-hmm. and she loves chairs
3: <laughs> I love chairs
0: What's
1: Cloisonné <laughs>
3: Okay you know what it is probably Cloisonné is like well first of all I love I love antique like fairs and like <gasps> like going oh, to like yes. for example any sort of like flea market but you know the like pasadena has a great flea market yes once a month and there's like the the part that goes around the rose bowl which is like the shops that actually make stuff and then there's the whole parking lot which is basically junk and i like the junk area yeah you know i like to go out there and find stuff so uh cloisonne i started collecting because i was in my younger years bc before children um I had time on my hands. (laughs) I guess another obsession of mine that starts with C is children too. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That
1: becomes a part of your life.
3: But I would go to like estate sales and garage sales. And like my idea of a good time on a Saturday morning is driving around looking at garage sales, looking at estate sales, and trying to like find cloisonne or whatever, you know? So it's little, it can be in the form of vases, candle holders, jewelry boxes, anything really uh, small, but it's, it's like wire worked on the outside and then enamel is poured in to make the different colors. So it's not painted on, there's no paint. It's like a method of like wire working and then pouring. Um, And I love it. And I have, a lot of different pieces. Everything from like an owl that has a head that comes off that I put my Q-tips.
1: Whoa, Ooh. this is cool looking. I'm looking uh, at it.
2: Yes. Yeah, and you can look up C-L-O-I-S-O-N-N-E Whoa, if you want to
1: That's, that's kind of cool looking. And you know yeah, what's
3: cool it. is like you, it's not mass produced in any one form. So like the expensive stuff, you can find like, you know- Come across at these estate sales pieces that are five hundred, dollars thousand dollars. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you can come across at the Rose Bowl these little pieces that may have imperfections, but are still have history and age. Whoa. That are you know two, three, five, ten dollars. There's room for all collectors. Two hundred and forty-six thousand dollars. I'm
2: looking at this thing. It's got. It's a bowl. They got stuff from like the Ming Dynasty. Right. I mean, yeah, it goes
3: all over the place. He's like a
0: ball. It's a <laughs> ball.
3: <laughs> but you know that's also part of the allure with it is you don't really know what you're getting yeah you know what i mean like i may buy a piece someday and then later do research this has not happened to me it's not i'm not like telling a story but what i hope to happen one day is i buy a piece i do some research and then it's like oh this is the you know the half a million dollar ming dynasty bowl which did happen in new york earlier this year that's
1: the antique rosso dream that's like the dream, that you're like, "This is the one! I got
3: it! This is my ticket!" Yeah, or American Pickers. I yes. watch that show too. Where, yeah, so that is, I love Chloe's and I. And now, really quickly, chairs. I just love chairs. I don't know what's why. your favorite
2: chair, the favorite chair that you have, or is there a chair that is unattainable for you? I
3: can't pick. I can't. It's like picking she like a has child. a
0: garage full of chairs. Like no joke. I'm not
3: joking. I probably have thirty five chairs or more. Damn!
1: What do they? Do you trust your children around all of these precious antiques? Of course.
3: My philosophy with life is, if you can't use it and enjoy it, you don't need it. You know, if I have something, if I have expensive handbags uh, or shoes or something like that. I want to wear them till they're done and gone. I don't want them sitting in my closet. Why? You know? Yes. Oh, yeah. I
1: don't believe it. You have to be able to wear and use all I, of that shit. I am shit.
3: absolutely, nothing in my house is off limits for my kids. I mean, there are, of course, I have like my grandmother's china. I'm trying to not break all of it, you know? Yeah. But it's in a china cabinet, so that's kind of like self-explanatory. The violins, we have, you know, we all play the violin. <gasps>
1: Whoa. You You all play play the the
3: violin? violin? Yes.
0: (laughs) Zabrowski's versus Kramer's. Kramer's (laughs) can play the violins. What can the Zabrowski's do?
3: What do you
2: bring?
1: Collectively.
2: We make chili. We make really good chili. And, um,. Both of our parents are accordion players, and we should. Sure We'd did... learn nothing. We've learned nothing. We didn't though. learn any of it. <laughs> no. We have no musical we're skills. We're annoyed but... by the accordion instead <laughs> because we would hear the, I'm like oh
3: Jesus, oh, here they go. God, I
1: regret it. I deeply, <laughs> deeply, reg- I deeply regret that we didn't take the accordion lessons at the time when
0: they you were can offered. Do it
3: now I can't learn shit now. Yeah, it's over. <laughs> you... It's over. <laughs> it's Henry, the... you
0: deeply regret it, or like you mildly regret it?
3: I, you know what?
1: I feel nothing. <laughs> I feel nothing about it. Honesty. This is a podcast is,
2: about honesty, I, and I like
1: it. Would it maybe have helped during the musical comedy boom of 2006 mm-hmm. to 2009? Sure, when there was a lot of ukulele comedy. I don't know if anybody remembers that time period. There yeah. was a lot of that horseshit. I know exactly. I I lived in that th- thoroughly. Yes. I
0: was doing I was doing all that, but yes,
1: <laughs> I know. If I had it then, I would have been I would have been at JFL two years earlier <laughs> but then I didn't get it and then you get to and then you get JFL later doing just character impressions doing whatever the fucking horseshit that they ask you to do it doesn't even matter man
2: yes talking about the Just for Laughs festival
1: Montreal doesn't exist
2: it's it doesn't a, do just, it doesn't
1: do anything for anybody's career it was fun to go I did the cocaine the only time I've ever done it beautiful what was oh, that like that was it what a great story.
3: awful
0: did you have a Montreal bagel
3: yeah they're flat <laughs> Why do you say it like that's horrible? Is that a Bialy? Yes. Is it a Bialy, a flat bagel? No, we yeah. call
1: it a Bialy. Yeah. They call it a bagel. And they're like, it is the most incredible thing that we make here. And we're being <laughs> like, man, I go, our South? It's. Ten times bigger. <laughs> America, baby. I like yeah. a big fluffy bagel. I don't like their little thin bagels. They are thin. I didn't thin. mind. Honestly, it was nice. It's a, it's a nice breakfast sandwich, but they don't do it the fat boy way that I wanted to do it. In Montreal, it's got all the other fancy shit on it, but I like it with the fried egg and bacon on it. Honestly, that would be a tasty way to do it because that's a little bit easier to eat. Sometimes
2: a big fluffy bagel is harder to eat, especially because me. No, that's why you take out the middle. You make a moat. This is what I do. I get the big bagel. I make a moat. I'm not scooping. You gotta scoop. You gotta scoop because you can use You can use the bits later on, put it in a dip. Crouton. And then I scoop and so I can have a moat for my condies and that they can still fit on the sandwich when I cut it off and all the condies doesn't slip off. I
3: got a tiny mouth. When I went to Subway yesterday, I had them... Hollow out the bread, yeah. and you can have them hollow out your bagel. In you know a New York deli, yeah. they'll hollow it out and then make the sandwich for you.
1: No, I know the. No, some
3: people think it's sacrilege, and I think that it's like. And I'm not doing it to like lose the carbs. I'm
2: doing it for the efficacy of the sandwich.
0: You might as well just have bread. I feel like we know
1: exactly what you guys are going to talk about if we had you on. Bagels? <laughs> Bagels.
2: It, food. Just food in general? Yeah. Honestly, the,
1: what has become to my thing now is I'm trying to find new indie shoe labels that are not... Just the big ones, right? Like not just because I like all the shoe shit. I got into the sneakerhead world.
2: Mm-hmm. And so I like all oh, that wait, stuff. Oh, wait, are you a comedian that's done well for himself? That's what How? That's insane. No, he's he's
3: moonlighting as a preacher. <laughs> you guys have seen all these preachers with these independent like- Sneakers and preachers. Churches wear like $5,000 shoes.
1: Yes,
0: the Dior's. No, I didn't know that. It's, it's the a whole J Instagram. Once. It's sneakers and preachers, yeah.
1: Yeah, oh. it, it's so weird, man. Because I don't know why. I, in my mind, what I've been saying about sneakers- for years is that it's great fat man f- fashion because no matter how much weight you lose, like if I go from cause I go from anywhere from a thirty size thirty-three to like a thirty-six, like my body changes on a fucking dime. Pregnant, but the thing that stays constant is my tiny feet. You're pregnant. Yes.
2: Oh, oh shit! Oh
1: I will come out! Oh, I feel the soul wait. in me. <laughs>
2: There are there they are rebooting twins. I always forget if it's reboot or what. It, what reimagining it's
1: called, Jackie. Do, reimagining, re, yeah.
2: but it's not a reimagining. It's because they're they're having it's triplets now, and that they find their third, and their third is Kevin Hart. <gasps> <laughs>
3: I'm fine with I'm it. I'm speechless. <laughs> wait. I
1: just the look of disgust on everyone. I'm fine with it. Who cares, man? Kevin wait, Hart. Uh, Kevin Hart needs the money. Wait, what? I will I he don't know. He needs the money. True. No, it's
0: true. Henry's right. He does. Uh the the He's the third
2: there's three men. Oh, wait, t- no, I mean, I screwed it up. <laughs> there's three I'm pregnant of, men? There's another one. Where they're twins, I'm thinking of twins and not Junior. Yeah. I'm thinking of the movie Twins with, oh. uh, the, that's what they're doing it with. Junior is a very different yes. movie. Wait, they're not <laughs> going to do a
1: Junior too? They got to do a Junior too. Somebody do a Junior 2. Arnold Schwarzenegger too. should come back and he gets pregnant again for the second time. For someone else later, a later sounds in life, sounds <laughs> <laughs> And again, and again,
3: and again and
1: again, <laughs> and again, and again.
3: Oh my gosh!
2: Yeah, they won't. They won't say that it's actually happening yet. But Arnold Schwarzenegger is talking about bringing Kevin Hart on for a sequel to the movie Twins.
1: I, I yeah, take my money. Take it. I watch. It. I'll watch that I shit. Will watch Fucking it. Arnold Schwarzenegger, Danny DeVito back together. It's been a long time since we've seen them together. They get them back together. I want to see Danny DeVito up on his shoulder. I want to see all of the pictures of them on like, set hanging out. Yeah, like a big like
2: parrot full of meat.
3: parrot that you are. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh my God, like Henry, the little fat parrot. Now, are you guys, do you, when you guys get people on your show, how do you find out, do they come to you with like, oh, I'm obsessed with this? Or is it the kind of thing that you like hear about through the grapevine of like- Both. Oh, kaiko's uh,
3: obsessed with any grape. Both, episode. but David has curated a process- um, when, like, PR brings us a person, they say, you know, so and so wants to come on your show. David, you explain the process because he's really curated this way of like digging in like a little squirrel into their brain. <laughs> yeah,
0: I try to, yeah, I try to put my nuts in their brain. Yep. Uh, so, what basically happens for a lot of people is they don't understand that they don't, they hear this and they go, oh, I have to be an expert oh. on the subject. And we, have to explain? No, 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 no. Just something that you're a fanatic about, and they then the word fanatic kind of gets them a little bit and goes, "Wait, I'm not a fanatic about anything." There's people out there in the world who are fanatics about this and that. Yeah. We're like, no, 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 no. It's ISIS. Just, yeah, ISIS. Exactly. Uh, the list of ISIS people who are trying to get on this podcast. It's not our demo, but they want in. I just think they'd bomb. Honest. <laughs> yes.
2: yes. Yes.
3: Oh my gosh.
0: So anyway. What I try to do is I try to say like, hey, just something that you listen to every day or maybe you look at once a week or you think about like, they're like, if if I'm like, hey, do you like Taylor Swift, for instance? They're like, yeah. I'm like, how often do you listen to Taylor Swift? He's like, I haven't really thought about it. Well, think about it for a second. It's like, I kind of listen to them maybe once a day. Just being honest with someone. I go, if you are doing something once a day, you are now a fanatic about that thing. Now, you don't have to be a crazy, insane person, but you are someone who's in love. Like, I listen to Oasis every day. Wow. I listen to them every day over the last, over a decade or more of my life, it just happens. I don't actively try to. I just when I listen to music, I know it's going to come on. I look forward to it. <laughs> and now, I guess I would say I am a fanatic about Oasis. I don't, you and, I, and I have to be okay with that.
1: You were like, yeah, you were slowly turned and hypnotized by Oasis.
0: I just, I, I love all their, I love them solo. I loved all their music. I grew, and I, what we find, and I really love this, is that probably whatever happened to you around twelve or thirteen years old. There was something that happened, and that thing, that whether it's music or a habit or whatever, is cultured and created in that very precious time that really sticks with you. Mm-hmm. So if you really think about some of the things that you absolutely love and adore... There's the likelihood of it starting probably in some sort of pubescent time when you were figuring out how to be an adult and like, this is who makes me and my identity. I find those tend to be the things that come up quite a bit, like Tony Hale and his indoor malls. He didn't start loving indoor malls at 25, that was what he did as a teenager, as a pubescent, you know. And I learned Oasis when I was in summer camp as a 12 year old and all of these counselors were british and they all they were listening to was what all the brit pop that was coming in and so that's just came on the speakers and into my ears and forever i am like tied to like brit pop music for as a new jersey kid it's weird
1: interesting i guess it's like the main things that i take from being 12 was the home improvement shows and masturbating because those are really, oh, I oh, think, oh. Uh, if there were going to be that, not the home improvement, not that home improvement, like HGTV. No, no, not even. <laughs> oh. No, it was, I remember. <laughs>
2: I thought you meant Tim the Toolman no, Taylor.
1: No, Trading Spaces and Iron Chef oh, dude. were such a huge part of our middle school into high school experience and I don't know why they were where did they you really guys were. grow up
3: Queens where
1: we're from Queens, Queens. New York, oh, Queen. New York. We're, from, we're from Woodhaven and then we moved to Florida when I was in 8th grade and Jackie was some age mm. other she's 3 years and younger than, than me age. I forget I, she was a kind of an amorphous blob until she turned 18 years my old
3: my sister's 3 years younger than me that's a good age difference actually it is it's
2: really good because then you have like the freshman year of high school and senior year at the same time I feel like that's when we find like oh, yeah. I stopped being a blob and we're like oh we're both people yeah
3: exactly it happened somewhere like between like 14, 16, 17 that day and then we had my sister and I at least <laughs> her name's Callie again unfortunate because her whole life Kelly no Callie oh, Callie. Not it's Kelly. Callie it's Callie it's <laughs> Callie um, <laughs> Claire and Callie uh, but then we had like that period where like I was in college and she was in college, and then we'd both come home from college and have like massive parties. Hell, that yeah. was a fun. That's little the best time. stretch of you know like three four years where <laughs> where no real responsibilities yet. Just, yeah, just you know being fun, having being fun. Up.
1: It was really, honestly. Those were that was such a fun year because Jackie went to Florida State and I went to Florida State when I was a senior. Jackie was a freshman, and that's when Jackie got into doing sketch comedy with us. And it was <laughs> so really you're gonna fun. you
3: were going to say something totally
1: different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, not with him and but drugs. With many others and drugs. There was that, but it was a lot of hallucinogens, which back in the day felt more innocent. Even now, it's now so, it's innocent. Yeah. Now it's medicine. Yeah,
0: Henry, do you still watch these? Home improvement shows and food shows today.
1: Discovery Plus is the best thing that happened to our households.
0: See, I'm so with it. look, you're saying this thing that you that you this is something
1: that you still love and that it's, watch all of there them. There you go. Watch everyone. I can also tell you the tears because we have tears in our home. Because we're definitely, because Fixer Upper set a sort of, like, premium, and now you're watching everybody chase the Fixer Upper dynamic, mm-hmm. and it's just not there. You got the new guy with the big beard with the tiny, short woman that nobody, I can't even identify. Who cares that they're pregnant? They've got <laughs> some other show that they're, that it's some other, it's the, with the real estate people, there was a, the, the, where they got divorced. Yes. I think it was called um, Flip or Flop, Flop or Flip? Yes, yeah, Flip or Flop. People. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I don't yes, like those people Oh, No, show, they're they try to each to, other. And it doesn't work, H.D. HGTV's brand doesn't hold with the divorced couple because it's not about bickering it's about togetherness it's about building a community within each other so I can't watch them snark at each other it doesn't have the same flavor not within the fixer upper universe
2: I get you this is the thing and discovery plus is beautiful
3: yeah I was never like the, the the by the way this is a total good topic for you on fanatics so I could talk
1: about it for a long time
3: this is like we can go deep deep. see how we came you know first you probably like oh I'm I don't know what I'm fanatical about but then we find we find your little thing
1: again extreme
2: pools Ooh. Ooh. Barn Remodel. Is that a show? Um, <laughs> yes. These are all big shows. You're just naming shows now. You're just naming all the shows. Tiny House Nation. Oh, I do love those Tiny House shows. It's a trailer. Mm-hmm. Okay? A tiny home is not a house. It's a trailer. It's a shed.
1: It's a
0: shed. I over the shoulder watch Tiny House Nation with my wife because she likes it. And I every time I'm watching this show going like, you're not improving your life. You're this not- house is not a tiny house. It's just a tiny place. It's not a house. It's, it's not a, a shed. House. You live it's in a, a
1: shed. shed that has a bathroom in it and they've got that like, oh look at the oh look how cute this bungalow bed is where you have to crawl up Awful. and it's like two feet from the ceiling like a of the little trailer. Tube.
3: <laughs> they, like crawl into bed. <laughs> they gotta go down of like a fire pole to get out. But look at all these <laughs> cool things we have where they pull out the really sharp
1: looking like sharp cornered like instant fold up tables they have inside their micro kitchens. They're
2: like, Oh my god, I can cut a pear on this. No, but that's why that show is great, but then you watch Tiny House Hunters and every time there was a family of they had six children and they were looking for a tiny home and every time they would walk into one they go this is really small. It's tiny house. Yeah. <laughs> you want a tiny home for some reason for you and your six children. Don't do that to them. Man,
1: whenever they walk into a home, they're just like, oh, this is just so much space. Who needs all of the space? Being like, it's called a house. Right? <laughs> it's called a house,
2: because otherwise we'd
1: be living in tents. If you want to live in a tent, you can <laughs> but you're trying to buy a house. Let me
3: tell you, my sister's <laughs> husband's brother, follow that little trail, mm-hmm. sister's husband's brother, Uh moved up North in California, Northern California, with his girlfriend, and they lived in a tiny house, and it destroyed them. (laughs) It destroyed destroyed them emotionally, it destroyed their relationship, and it destroyed them financially. The thing about, I think that it's really crucial for couples
1: (laughs) to have at least a separate room. Where you can go to the other room and you can just not see the other person or where one of you is going to have to spend a majority of the day wearing a sleeping mask and then you have to switch every other day so that you don't see the other person. (laughs) I watched it one of the I, I over the
0: shoulder watched an episode where the husband really could not compromise on a grand piano. What? staying in the house in the
2: tiny home
0: in the tiny house what because he's a musician <laughs> and it's like been in the family for <laughs> generations dude bear, dude clearly you can tell not a great musician really it's just this house is supposed to like, inspire him you could tell like this is not his like normal day to day they have a daughter and somehow they 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 threw that piano in, and it does feel like a
3: punishment to everyone else. <laughs> I mean, my initial instinct is like, put the piano on the roof and build like an atrium yeah. because that is like the whole house. I don't know. We, I have outgrown my house. My, the house is now a tiny house. Oh. I mean, it's not, it's a three bedroom, but. My four you know, children. It, right. And homeschooled. I had to create a pod scenario for the last year of homeschooling oh where we ran a God. school out of the back room of my home. Yes. So oh now God. I'm trying to re... Yeah, that school's done. They're going to be back in school in September. Thank God. Whew. Um, So now I'm redoing everything. But it, it does happen. Like, you know, space fills. So li- trying to like... I don't know. It's like, would you try to I don't know, do you want to wear a straight jacket all the time? Those are tiny clothes. Why, why tiny house? <laughs> I mean,
2: I think people just
1: want to the smell their family 24-7. That's so I alike. can also just imagine the Rage Piano coming from the roof all night <laughs> when you're all trying to sleep and you just hear like, da da da
2: da 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 da
0: da 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 what what would be yours? If Henry, if Henry is Discovery Plus and all things Discovery Plus, what would probably be one thing that you can maybe talk about? Dare you say you came on the Fanatics podcast? What would be sort of deep dive?
2: As Henry was talking about it, I realized uh on he took one wing of Discovery Plus and I take the other, and that is mostly polygamy shows. Oh. I have seen every single episode of every reality polygamy show. She loves ever. it. There are 15 seasons of Sister Wives. I've seen every single episode of it. And people are like, why? It's so boring. I can't stop. No, it's... I can't stop. I'm so fascinated. I watch Seeking Sister Wives, and Seeking Sister Wives are people that are outside of the faith, of the LDS faith, that choose to have sister wives. And now, I am totally down for poly relationships. I am completely 100% into, like, Free love, you do you, love who you it are. It sounds difficult, but though. I idea, will say I'll put that
1: out there. It does sound difficult to be Polly, but what are you going to
2: do? Yes, of sharing one patriarch is the, it, like that, it boggles my mind. But the idea of having sister wives, of the idea of, of raising children with other people so it's not just your ideals... I like that idea. It's and all having friends. It's still having other friends, people in the light. You don't have you to be fucking all right, of them. Right, Claire? You can't rely on your friends the same way that you could. I imagine. I Now I don't have children. But like, Henry, I love you. But I don't think I could just give you my kids. Only if you died. And be like, figure it out.
1: If you died, I'd have to figure it out. That's the, close. That's the only way. But otherwise, I mean, I'm great for a, a, a night. I'm fascinated by all. Okay, of Okay, let, like let, let me lifelong weigh in. Long child, other and life, just a night.
3: First of all, Jackie, I'm with you on the on the watching of the polygamy shows. I love it. I love it. I'm into it. I have not watched uh, all that you've watched, but I did just watch this five part series where it was, and this was by the way when I'm when I have downtime in my office, and I'm working on things. You mean hi. Trying to be creative. I like to have an episode of Intervention on in the background. Oh, yeah. I love
2: Intervention.
3: (laughs) Because it makes me feel really good about myself. I'm walking on
1: sunshine. It's still my favorite episode of all time.
3: So... When I was watching full episodes, and there's a very specific way on YouTube, you have to full episode intervention. You know, like you have to put all the keywords in. Well, it it aggregated this uh, five part series about the kid girls who had escaped polygamous households, either marriages or being, you know, growing up in one, and left the, you know. The church and the family, or whatever, and they were helping others escape. Have you seen that one? No, that five-part series. No. Okay, I'm going to send wow. it to you. It,
2: please do. It to you. you said it's
3: on YouTube. Well, that's where I found it. Okay, but fine. it originally aired probably on either A and E or you know uh, something like that. But back to what you were saying, when I had th- four children under the age of five, cool. no twins, and I was you know basically. Also working full time. Oh, have yes. I had uh, a nanny who we ha- still to this day, we call each other sister wives because you're right. You cannot do it all. You can't. You can't. And the husband is not also doing it all with you. You know what I mean? There's certain, I'm, I don't, you know-
2: The milk. There's certain- things i've heard the rage of of motherhood versus like in a heterosexual couple where it's like it's the anger of you can't replace me though and it's the anger of like i'm the one that makes the milk i'm the one that they need
3: and i'm the one that they a have a kid have. either starts off with two dads and doesn't have that connection to the one person you know what i mean right which that's a totally different scenario completely and i'm not speaking to that scenario because i you know there's obviously different different bonding that happens. Yeah. Oh yeah. They
1: figured other ways to get milk. Right.
3: <laughs> no, but there's also still I I assume that there's always a
2: maternal like you choose one. I have a parent that I like more. I do, like don't I think that everybody
3: does or like one that you feel more connected to. So, it's yeah, so up. and you yeah. can't like it's it's really impossible to do I always say like everybody's always like how do you do it all? How are you a mom? How are you And I always say, well, I do believe you can do it all. And I do believe that. But it is really essential to have people to help you. And so my sister wife, she's not with me full-time like she was for many years, but I mean, she was like 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Full, you know, full-time. And so I do think that that dynamic that you see on that show is a positive when you're raising kids, but I do agree with you, Henry, you don't have to sleep with everybody to have it.
1: (laughs) Not necessarily. But (laughs) I guess sometimes it helps, but also, you know, that's why you gotta get, if if you ever had a nanny in our our home, we'd have to have like a robot nanny or something. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You can't have one of the, you can't have like a, like Arnold Schwarzenegger made around. Yeah, but
2: when they what happens when they rise against you? Mm. And she will inevitably rise against mm. you.
1: I'll program her to be peaceful.
2: This
3: is the new movie, A.I. Nanny. A.I. Nanny! <laughs>
1: yeah!
0: A.I. Nanny is the obvious sequel of Raging Piano. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I really love it. I also like the idea of her
1: being from Queens. This is so awesome talking to you guys. Honestly, we should come on and do, we should we should do reciprocity yes. Yes. here. Because yeah. this would be fun. Because I can go deeper. Jackie Obviously, you could talk about th- that horrible topic for hours and hours and hours. Yes. She's ready to go because it's like one of those things where you, it is really a secret obsession. Yeah. Because like, you don't know how to articulate yes. it. Like there's things I know about Discovery Plus shows that I have never said out loud to a person. But there are trends and shit I know because of how I have passively ingested shit for 15 years.
2: And that's why I love your show so much because it really is that immediately like I have many platforms for which to speak upon and no one gives a, fuck about my polygamy shows i desperately like i ask people I'm like write in tell me what you think about do you watch sister wives someone must watch it <laughs> it's just i know sister it's <laughs> still on it, and no one no one cares about it and that's okay and i understand but i do i feel like i'm and i'm i scream into the nether into nothing no one cares
0: it's scary. but we all have that thing that's the that's what that's why i, I think we get off on this podcast Thank you because it's fun to it. be like yeah it's i i never talk about oasis to anybody yeah. i You know, talk about the Enneagram with people but only because I'm doing it with people but I'll never just share about the Enneagram with someone I'm only (laughs) doing it with them because that's just going to bore the hell out of them but yeah it's fun to hear like it's almost like a little secret that you're like you really want to hear this? Uh,
2: Okay I guess I'll talk to you about this thing that's been in my heart for years (laughs) It's been in my heart and I also do want to give just a quick on um, the idea of the Twins reboot real fast because I did look it up and I was like why did I say Kevin Hart? It's because Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Kevin Hart redid the movie Twins, but Eddie Murphy is the triplet that they are trying to get on board for the movie that Ivan Reitman wrote for Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito.
3: Now, I am 100% behind that. Right? Yeah, I'll
1: watch that in a
2: second. Did
3: you guys see Coming to America 2? Thoughts? I loved it. Love? Amazing. Amazing. One of our good friends, Jermaine.
1: Killed it. He killed it. So proud of him. And it's just so good to see Eddie Murphy doing shit again because he is great.
3: I agree. He is so underrated. Oh, I mean, yeah. he was, you know, super everywhere. And then kind of like when in about the kids. 2000s, the, the rise of the comedian like went down, I feel like. Yeah. So now we're back. And he
2: has 19 children. Wow. That's a lot of bills. <laughs> He's got a lot of kids. Oh
0: my God. That's I scary. actually didn't know that. Wow. Yeah. But is that a sex fanatic or a kid fanatic?
1: Who that's knows? a kid fanatic. Okay. Because- this way
0: well
3: to- I mean or you're a dugger yes, <laughs> yes. <it's> <laughs> that's the thing <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys so
1: much uh do, where should we can, where could people find you on the socials
3: uh well Henry and Jackie let me tell you fanatics is we are fanatics on Twitter and we are fanatics.com on the interwebs hell yeah and my own personal Twitter is at Claire Kramer and Instagram at Claire Kramer official because someone else took my name. So I had to add the official on there.
1: Hey man, you beat them.
0: I beat them. That's what mm-hmm. happens. I beat down. You come over top. <laughs> David. And you can follow me at David Magadoff, D-A-V-I-D-M-A-G-I-D-O-F-F-Nice. So I got a last name like the Zabrowskis, where it's not a, a normal easy spell. It's That's the nice thing, though, right? I, Jackie and Henry? It is. Well, I don't want to name my kid of, uh, you know, uh, Uh, Sequoia Kelly Green we always always have to explain our last names to everybody yes that's enough I already got the last name let's make the first name easy honestly it's true because then it gets it out of the way and something
3: classic hell yeah so Jackie if you get married will you change your last name it's really difficult because I'm
2: a goth girl and the dude that I am fiancé to right now um, his last name is Adams and then we'd be the Adams family, and it's really.
1: But she goes from a Z to an really A, and I'm kind of. We're all better about it.
2: Yeah, that's also. I like being at the end of the alphabet. I'm still. I'm going back and forth. Yeah, I'm a K. I'm, okay, forth, I'm right in the middle. LSD. Always been in the middle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> love being <laughs> in the middle. I imagine it's got to be great in the middle because we always had to wait till the end to do anything. But then you also learn a life of putting shit off until <laughs> the last minute if you are at the end of the alphabet. That's, that's what bad. she, that she is blames it entire on. Life. That's
1: that's what she blames it on.
3: I think that. <laughs> Your next podcast should be jumping from a Z to an A if you do decide. Whoa, oh my god. Well, that's, oh, what my life would be. Jackie,
1: if... that's your TLC show.
3: Yeah. Uh-oh. Well, Zah. that's what yeah, we write A to Z on yeah, everything.
1: From Z so, to A. You
3: know. Zah. Zah. Tune in to Zah.
2: Tune
1: to Zah. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for joining us here for the LPN show. Listen to all of the other wonderful, essential shows on the LPN Network. Last podcast on the left, page seven, Wizard and the Bruiser, Pop History. Uh, someplace underneath. Uh-oh, no oh there he goes. I'm getting through all of them. Roll call. Rider <laughs> side, all of the bullshit. You don't need to say them all. I, you know, you look it up. You'll find it. You will. And so thank you guys. Um, let's say a bye, everybody. Bye, 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 bye everybody. everybody. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com.